You're listening to the Growth Experts Podcast. So if you're looking to 10X your business by learning proven growth strategies, you're in the right place. During my interviews with top CEOs, entrepreneurs, and marketers, I dig deep to uncover the real strategies, hacks, and tools to help you achieve your goals. And I'm your host, Dennis Brown. Hey everyone, this week we're giving away a one-year subscription to pushlink.com, P-U-S-H-L-Y-N-K. It's valued at about 600 bucks. Pushlink allows you to send push notifications to your subscribers on almost any platform. The fact is push notifications get about 10 times the response rate when compared to traditional email. For a chance to win, subscribe to the podcast, then take a quick snapshot or picture showing you're subscribed and text it to 716-218-8981 or you can email it to growthexperts at yahoo.com. Now let's get back to the show. Hey, welcome back, everybody, and we have yet another amazing guest today. His name is Justin Hartzman. He's an entrepreneur and the founder and CEO of the first ever robo-agency called Needles. With multiple exits under his belt, he's built Needles into a scalable business from the ground up, securing millions of dollars in funding and expertly planning an exit for the future. He's an expert in AI, and I look forward to chatting with him. So welcome to the show, Justin. Well, thanks for having me. It's uh, great to be on. Yeah, thank you so much for joining me. We were chatting beforehand, and I'm excited about this because this is a very different spin on anything we've ever had on the podcast. So for those of you that are listening, you know we're going to talk about some really cool stuff, very unique, and it centers around how to leverage artificial intelligence to make sure that you're getting the most out of your ad dollars, the best ROI. And you know, Justin's an expert in that. But before we dive into that, what I want to do is I want to have Justin kind of tee it up for us a little bit, tell us a little bit of his backstory and how Needles came to play and maybe a little bit about what Needles does. That's a, I'd love to. Thanks for having me on again. I appreciate that. So to give you a little background about Needles and where it came from, you have to know a little bit about our history and myself and my two co-founders. We've known each other since we're six years old. We went to camp together as children and we created multiple businesses. And we were lucky enough coming out of college that in the first year, our first three months out of college, we started a website that had to do a lot about MySpace. If you want to learn more about it, we just do some Googling to get the full story here. But um, we had a, a site called My Resource Space, and that site sold within three months of us launching it. And then after that, we took that money and then we brought it together and bought all of our competitors and nine months later, rolled them out as another sale. So we had two sales in our first year outside of college or university here in Canada which really set us up for where we get to today. And that was 2004 or five. But since then, we, we started two companies. One was called All You Can Eat Internet. And the other one was called WeSellYourSite.com. All You Can Eat Internet was a full internet consultancy from everything from ideation all the way through to, you know, scaling. And then We Sell Your Site, exactly as it says, we were the first internet brokers to actually exist specifically for internet-based websites, not domains but sites that earn anything from a million dollars a year to $50 million a year in EBITDA, we sold to fortune companies, private equity firms, VCs, entrepreneurs, all the like. But this was 2013, December. We were sitting in our meeting. We were running these companies. They were growing. But you know, we sit there planning for the next year going, how are we going to take this 2x, 3x, 4x the size of it? What can we do? And serendipitously, we got a, or I got a call from my wife right in the middle of that very long meeting of us brainstorming and thinking about it. 
and she said, hey, Justin, you see your friend on Facebook wants an iOS app built? I think you guys do that. My answer to her, I tell the story all the time, was, no, sorry, honey, I don't watch Facebook all day long to look for these things. And her answer back was, don't lie to me. I know that's all you do. Funny enough, it's not. (laughs) (laughs) But I said, no, just tag me in the post. I'll be happy to reach out to them. Thanks so much. I appreciate it. She tagged me in it. I said, are you free now? Right in the meeting, I called this person and it turned to a $60,000 contract for us for the company. And right then and there, we went, holy, you know what? People are asking and wanting things on social media. How do we get them what they want when they need them? This is like amazing. That's the same thing as when people search for needing whatever it is, a, uh, a contractor. People ask for stuff. They say it all the time. How do we get to them? So very quickly, we came up with what is now called needles. And uh, the very beginning, the project was simply a lead delivery system. If someone needs something, we deliver it to the right person. And it's turned to a full-fledged marketing and advertising platform as it is today. And what it is, I'd like to tell you guys, it's very specific and different. What we do is automatically create, target, and optimize digital advertising for small and medium-sized businesses and entrepreneurs specifically. So we're bringing the big boy tools that exist out there today for enterprises or these huge corporations down to an accessible way that anyone can use it. So in six questions, that's all, six questions to know who you are, who you want to sell to, and what is it that you're selling. We create 50 to 500 ads for you in real time. We deliver them to the social networks. Then what we do completely different, if that wasn't great in itself, which it is, is a really awesome experience. I ask anyone to go and try it out. It's free to do so on our platform. But what we do is different. And I'll ask you a question because I think it really sets this up. Well, Justin, listen really quick. Before we yep. spill the popcorn in the lobby here, oh, all right? Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. I know you're, you're going to rock and roll. I know you've got this. You're an expert in this, so it's just flowing. Before we dive into that, okay, before the specifics on how yep. it works and how people can leverage it and how the audience can learn more and all that, what I want to do is talk a little bit about needles, right? When did you start? What year did you found it? We founded in 2014. We launched November, around November 20th, 2014. Okay, cool. So can you give me some sort of sense of scale today, whether it be number of employees, percentage growth, revenue, something to give us a sense of how big the agency is today? Yeah, absolutely. So we're pretty much a transparent, open book for everyone to look at. We publish this stuff. So we're here's a vanity metric, but everyone loves it. I think we're just around the 30 team member size. We don't have staff. We have team members here. So that's pretty large, but not for a digital agency of our size. So some better numbers are we service over 1500 customers, or we call them clients or users a month. So think about this. If you think about the biggest digital agencies in the world, I won't name them out there, but these awesome ones, they have anywhere from 10 to 60 clients. And by revenue, they might be huge because they're doing huge amounts of spend for them. But we're servicing over 1,500 users on our platform and their advertising spend with three account managers, two salespeople, and two support people, where those other people that I talked about, they typically would have anywhere from two to 300 employees for their 60 to 100 customers. So we're doing this all leveraged through AI and automation, where we're using data to solve all the problems instead of people power and hours to do that. And we're finding it way more effective. And one more, you know, one more place I can show you. We, we did in our first year over $2 million in revenue. I think we're on pace to do just under, you know, two years later, just under $7 million this year. 
So your business model, is it more of a SaaS model or is it a percentage of spend or a hybrid? How does that work? It's totally a hybrid. So exactly what you're saying is that we charge very low $100 a month SaaS fee that allows us to do everything that we do for you on your behalf. And then we take in where about 10% of your ad spend, which typically would be between 15 and 25 at a, another agency. So you're projecting around 7 million this year or was that last year? No, that's this 12 months from today. Okay. So that's your annual yeah. kind of annual run rate. Gotcha. That's right. Okay, cool. That's awesome. Congrats. That's amazing. Just a couple years in $7 million. Did you take any, did you take in on any funding, any VC and venture capital, anything? Yeah. So we did, uh, we, we bootstrapped from the beginning. I think it's a good story that I like to tell you guys a marketing tip that everyone should be using out there. To get us off the ground and get us going, we bootstrapped the company with our own profits previously and from our other companies and what we made from our sales in the past. But on launch, we came out with a white label of our product and we went the webinar route and it worked out really well for us. We had 17,000 people on an email list that we had put together over the years of anyone we had done business with. We sent out an, one email. We had 1,000 people register because they heard about this cool product that we were working on. Um, we had 440 of those people get on a one-hour webinar. And, you know, we were hoping for a 10% conversion rate. We just wanted to get going so people thought about. But there was such a desperate need for the product that we were offering. We actually closed over 280 of those people right then and there within the next 24 hours of that phone call. And within 30 days, did over $500,000 in business. So it was, we helped bootstrap our own business from a single webinar on day one. So I really recommend webinars. We can talk about it a little bit later if we have some time. But we had stopped doing them for a while as we grew our product in a much different way. And now we reintroduce them as of 2018, which has been another growth strategy for us. And we're not about the hard sell. That's not how we do it. We're about education, about giving the people the tools that they need to go out there and do it themselves if they want, but also show them a better way of how to simplify that and do it in a much smarter way by leveraging data and artificial intelligence. And that's really been what's helped us to get off the ground and get us to where we are today. Yeah, I love that webinar approach. It's funny because, you know, you, you put a thousand people in registered, you got 440 live, 280 of them bought, which generated over 500,000 in revenue, right? That's huge. It's really funny because in a former business, I had a third party logistics company that I had started and then later sold. But one of the first webinars I ever did, we registered 900 people and within 12 months, now this was more of a B2B kind of a, a service-based business. It wasn't technology enhanced. It was much more labor intensive. Yeah. But in 12 months after that, the leads that were generated from that converted into over 5 million a year in ARR, which was huge. So, Amazing. I mean, yeah. And that was one of the first webinars we ever did, but it was highly targeted. Unfortunately, I've never been able to replicate that, but I've had great success. So I totally agree with you on the webinar platform. Let's dive in a little bit more. So that was how you got customers in the early days, right? So you launched webinars and you, you know, you were able to, that's how you were able to bootstrap it. But tell me, what's the number one strategy that you use to get customers today? Yeah. So I'll usually finish your last question and then get back to the one. Go ahead. We bootstrapped it to that point that gave us a year worth of runway. Then we went to one of the top accelerators in the U.S. called Generator. It's out of the Midwest, which was an amazing opportunity. There, we raised a seed round of just about a million dollars Canadian. And since then, we've had a further convertible note round where we raised just over another about just under $2 million. So about $3 million of investment into the company to this point and showing growth. Perfect. Back to your question of how we're growing now, I think it's a really unique story. And it's something that we love to tell and actually helps us to convert because I like to say we're 
eating our own dog food. People have told us me not to use that term, use shit, sipping our own champagne. So either way that you look at it, what that means is we're using our own platform, our own service to actually find our users. And that's really the right word. I think aggressive and impressive to our users because the fact is when they come to our, our site and they come and they're able to speak with us through live chat or on a phone call via email, a lot of people, their first question is, so this really work? And we haven't gone to what we do differently and how we do that. We'll talk about that in a minute. But our answer to them is simply, of course it does. We got you here, didn't we? And they're, they're dumbfounded at that point. Yeah, we did. It did come through an ad. They came to us. It was targeted properly at the right time for that person. So it really helps us. And we get to a conversion rate of a free to a paid user at about 24%, which is really, really high because we're using our own platform to find our own users. Yeah. So, so you're using your own ad platform with all the AI and, and a very sophisticated follow-up system, I'm sure, to fuel the growth. And I love that as an example, because I, I'll tell you, I meet a lot of entrepreneurs. I've interviewed a lot of successful entrepreneurs, and that's not always the case. What their business does and how they went about growing it, sometimes there's a disconnect and there's always a question in my mind as to why they're not using it. Perfect example, digital marketing agencies. One of the things that always makes me laugh is digital marketing agencies usually don't get their clients through digital marketing advertising, right? If they focus in on ads, they don't use ads. What they do is they use other techniques, traditional sales and marketing techniques, whether it be, you know, speaking or whether it be, you know, creating content marketing without ads attached to it. But it always seems like, you know, a lot of these experts and even, you know, top CEOs don't always connect back to their service. So I love to hear that. So do us well, a you're, opening up, you're opening up a whole can of worms. I there. know, that, I know, that, I know. That, that's the reality. That's why we think we're different and we're the agency of the future because, well, let me ask this question. Would you rather have data and artificial intelligence doing the job for you 24 hours a day, seven days a week without taking breaks or looking at Facebook or going to the washroom or whatever it may be? Or would you rather hire an agency that costs you a lot of money and having a newly graduate from the local university working on your ad campaign because of the emotional EQ, but not the data or resources to actually build a great campaign. No, I, I love it. I trust me. I love it. And that that's a definitely a way that you're differentiating yourself. And I think that would resonate. If I were a potential client, I would think it would speak volumes to me. So why don't we do this? Knowing that you, you know, we've got a limited amount of time, but I want to take advantage of it because your expertise doesn't just grow on trees, right? You know, you have, you know, an entrepreneurial background, you have this AI, you know, expertise, advertising, everything built in. Could you share with my audience, give them a little bit of a framework or a little bit of a strategy or some tips on how to better leverage maybe AI and advertising, or maybe how your system can do that to, you know, to get a much better ROI. Because I think, what we're all feeling right now, any growing organization is feeling the increased cost of advertising on whether it's on Facebook or Google or YouTube or any of the big channels. Advertising, and well. don't, advertising don't think it's wrong. Yeah. Everyone's feeling it. So it's how do we how do we work within the new environment? Yeah, and how do we get a better how do it's okay. I don't mind spending five hundred dollars for a lead if I can turn it, if I can convert it, if the quality is there, right? And it's gonna and it's gonna convert well if it's the right audience. But where the challenge comes in is with all the dead wood that's generated on inbound marketing. So 
Can you riff on that a little bit? Talk to us about the AI and how it leverages it and how you were able to really dig in and, and get a great ROI with your own business. Yep. For now, and there'll be some announcements in the future working some stuff with Google, but I'll talk about the social side alone for a minute. And to that, I'm going to ask you a question I was going to ask you before, but I'm going to ask you again now. Let's say your toilet was broken at your home today and you needed a plumber. When was the last time, this is a rhetorical question, obviously, when was the last time that you were on Facebook and said, oh, I love, let, let me press like or heart ABC plumber, or there was a cool a cool article that you had read and clicked on about plumbing in your local neighborhood. When has that ever happened? Never. Well, that's how Facebook advertising works at its core. And I want everyone to understand that it's based on interest and interests are collected from demographical information, but mostly what you have spent your time liking, looking at, reading, or speaking about within conversations on Facebook. And that's where the problem lies is I don't know as a marketer that you want to buy my shirt because you haven't just said you like shirts in the last 30 days on there. So it's interest-based. And while that's a really good baseline for everything that we can do to go out there to understand who are the right people or who are clicking, we thought there had to be a better way. And that better way for us is to understand what people are talking about when they're talking about it. So when someone says, my tooth hurts, what do I do? We know they need to see a dentist, show them an ad for a dentist. And that's really our secret sauce on top of our automation in the ad creation space, the data that we collect and, and use to optimize your ads all the time, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, every day of the year. What we're doing is trying to identify your perfect customer. And that's a very difficult thing to do because in the NLP, natural language processing genre of artificial intelligence, intent to purchase is the holy grail. And if you can identify that, you know what people want to buy when they want to buy it, you can sell them anything. So that's the problem that we're working on and we're doing a very good job. So I'll give you one specific stat that will lead to two others. Across Facebook and there all their 5 million users who are using the ad platform specifically, their average click-through rate, so an ad shown to an ad clicked is 0.9% which is pretty good, okay? That's not terrible. But needles across all of our users, while a smaller subset, but still a great subset, we're doing it at 2.7%, so almost 3x what they're doing because we're identifying these people in a different way and we are building more ads for our users so that we're finding the right people, putting the right ad in front of them. And these aren't overproduced ads, overthought about, take a couple minutes, give us some data, we'll build them with you very quickly in real time and deliver them. So we put 50 to 500 ads out for you so we can find the best ones for the best user and really hone in what makes the most sense. So here's, so a, qu so here's a question and the, the, that, yep. that brings up a question. I guess one of the big questions is when you do it based on interest, right? You have mm -hmm. a much bigger pool than on intention, right? Because people will engage with a lot of different content on social you know, sometimes intentionally, unintentionally, passively, or actively, right? Yep. But, but an, an intention is a much smaller subset. So how does that affect the ability to scale? Right. So for us, we're not, as much as we can identify an individual saying something, that's not what we, we don't just put them in a custom audience and just look at them. What we're trying to do is understand who that person is and more about them. So I'll give you an example. This is an older example, but I'll give you. So we looked at some data for another interview I did a while back, and we get this every night, so we can always do it. But 
11.47 the night before, 45-year-old man said, my toilet's broken, there's water everywhere, WTF. Okay, question mark, exclamation mark. Pretty weird for a 45-year-old guy to write, but he did. We knew that he lived in a condo. He had under $100,000 household income. We knew that he had no children. He liked sports and a couple other things. All this information that Facebook and third-party sources provide for us. Okay, good Mm -hmm. stuff. Yep. Okay, so if we put him in a custom audience, that's one person, but we need hundreds for plumbers all over North America, not one person. So what we really do is look at months, years worth of data. So anywhere from 30, 60, 90 days up to a year worth. We can go even back to the first tweet that ever happened to understand who really is speaking about this as a a wider net. So what we can look at in Toronto specifically, it's not a 45-year-old male, you know, close to midnight at night. It's typically a 25 to 31-year-old female with two children over a $100,000 household income living in a home between eight and nine in the morning and three and four in the afternoon. You know, they just drop their kids off at school. They're heading to the office or they're heading back home. Now they're solving that household problem. So now that we know that based on the data, looking at the most people who spoke about these things over time, we can actually say, here's a better demographic group of the kind of people that we should be looking for and casting a wider net to those people to get to them before they even know they have a need. Ah, so you're putting another layer to the data that you're already getting from these ad platforms, right? So you're exactly, and, and then you're using AI to really ascertain who that person, who the best avatar is, who in this pool of all of these people that are talking about this plumbing issue, who's the actual best potential customer, right? Who fits? Right. Who fits the bill? Got it. No, that makes total sense. Perfect. Continue. Well, I think that's that's the full circle of what of what we're doing here. So the idea is not only are we going to do a better job of finding the right person for you, we're making it much easier. And that's where Needle stands at. We want to allow the entrepreneur, the small business to go and spend the time what they're best at, which is doing the job, whether that's baking cakes for weddings, whether that's local marketing, whether that's you know exotic car rentals, it doesn't matter what it may be. Do what you're best at, let us handle the other pieces non-emotionally. Let's do it with the data and save you a ton of time and actually produce the results for you. So something that we're looking into the future because we're doing, you know, based on the numbers, we're doing a great job for our advertisers. And always some people that do much better than the others, we do well for everyone. But the reality is, as well as we do, we have to take a next step further. And that's what we look to become as we continue to move forward here. I'm not only a software as a service, but a software as a platform as we move forward. And that's kind of a new term that people are taking on. But we don't only want to fill the head of the funnel for all these other marketing things that you're doing, whether it's drip campaigns, whether it's chatbots, all this awesome stuff people talk to you about all the time. But we want to build that for our users in an automated way because no matter how well we do at advertising, if you don't have a great landing page or it's not mobile friendly or you don't have a follow-up campaign, those are all the pieces that actually convert people down the road. It's not just cold traffic coming to you who have an interest. You actually have to nurture those people. So we want to help uh, be the full platform in an automated way for these small business as we continue to move forward. Gotcha. Perfect. All right. Awesome. Well, listen, you know, I could talk to you for another hour about this. I'm sure that I could pick your brain and you'd, you know, you'd be able to keep the audience thrilled, but we've got to kind of wrap it up. So the next two questions, well, let's do rapid fire. Besides your own tool, besides noodles or needles, I'm sorry, needles, I've been noodles. (laughs) 
Yeah, I'm hungry. Obviously, it's getting around lunchtime. I'm sorry about that. That's okay. <laughs> maybe, maybe we should have noodles for lunch. Well, there you go. We're not far apart. We're only an hour and a half away. So, right. besides your own tool, what would be your favorite growth tool or software that you're using today to grow to grow needles? Oh, we have a we have a crazy stack of them. I don't know which one would be my favorite. Let me just give you a couple quick ones. Pick, uh, only we, pick one. Only pick one. Oh, only one. Pick one. If you had to uh, pick for one, us right now for closing sales, I love Zendesk Chat. Zendesk. Okay. Zen awesome. Chat. Yep. Zen Chat. Perfect. All right. And if you had to, you know, give my audience a book that you think could really help them grow their business, what would that be? Zero to one. Zero to one. Who wrote that? You know? Uh, I want to say Peter Thiel. Okay. Awesome. Perfect. Well, listen, Justin, I thank you so much. Maybe we'll have a secondary episode of this where we'll dive in as your platform continues to evolve. And I'd love to do that. But for now, let everybody know how they can reach out to you, learn more about needles, and we'll close it out for today. Awesome. You can reach me anytime. I love mentoring. I love helping any way that I can at JH. So that's my first name and last name initial, JH at needles.com. That's N-E-E-D-L-S.com. So that's how you can reach me personally. But I suggest anyone who wants to learn more, go to a specific URL that we made just for you guys, you growth experts, which is needles.com, N-E-E-D-L-S.com slash growth experts. And when you go there, we're actually giving everyone uh, who listens to the podcast 35% off our platform fee for a year. You know, there's no contracts, no commitments, but as long as you're with us within that year, we'll give you 35% off our SaaS fee. Wow. That's amazing. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. I'll make sure we add those in the show notes. And for now, we'll close it out. Thanks for joining me, Justin. Well, Dennis, thanks for having me. It was really fun this morning. Awesome. Listeners, I want to thank you for tuning in. I truly appreciate your time. If you're enjoying the podcast, then do me a huge favor. Click the subscribe button now and please leave me a review. It would mean a lot to me.